The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, episode 90. General West, Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we gotta do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed. say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. It's about getting us to where we're going. Hi, I'm Jack Barazzini, and you're listening to The Secret to Stargate, where we talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies, TV series, and more. And joining me today are Father Corey Stika. Hi, Father. Howdy, Jack. And Lisa Jones. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Jack. And Victor Lambs. Hey, Victor. Hi, Jack. And also uh, Josh. Wait, where is Josh? Do you know where? Do you guys know Josh? where he is? Yeah, Josh. Josh? He's no, no, our, our fifth member no. of our panel. I haven't seen him here. Hmm. Mm-mm. I guess he. I <laughs> guess he wasn't able to make it this time. <laughs> Jack to sick bay, Jack to sick bay. Yeah. <laughs> Today we are discussing the uh, fourth episode of season five, The Fifth Man. The team are pinned down on P7S 441 by the Jaffa. Lieutenant Tyler is badly injured and Jack stays behind to help him. The team returns to the SGC and General Hammond asks the same question that the audience is Who the heck is Lieutenant Tyler? While the rest of the team is being investigated for alien influence and psychiatric issues, Jack and Tyler hold up against the Jaffa and wait for rescue. When, after finding a strange substance on the team's jackets that caused her to remember him, she begins to help Sam solve the mystery. Simmons is back and is determined to push General Hammond out of command by using this incident as evidence. As the clues come together, Tyler reveals that he is a member of the species Real, who use implanted memories as a defense mechanism. The team helps him to escape the Jaffa and return to his planet, and they are able to return to the SGC. So that's where Josh went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this episode, Father? Oh, I, I like this one. This is you know one of those when if, when you don't know the ending, you're kind of going, okay, what's really going on here? Is mm-hmm. you know they, they they show him this Lieutenant Tyler as at least he's you know a physical being because he's actually able to take. Jack's guns and hold them, not just, you know, like it, you know, the, the, the little game they do is like where he hands it off to him and the gun just has to be sitting next to him, you know, but mm-hmm. you don't actually see them not actually do that and stuff like that. Um, so, it, 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 you know, it's a physical being, but who is he? Is this somebody that the people on SGC have forgotten or is it somebody that SG1 ha- are remembering that isn't act- actually there? And so it's, 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 it's kind of a fun one and it's fun. The, uh, Trying to figure out what happens, and of course you got to have the uh, the uh, pseudoscience medical exp- explanations involved in all that. <laughs> and John Delancey, does anybody play a better slimy character? I mean, really? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he makes everything better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna disagree. Uh, I've really never cared for this episode. I it's a lot of shoot 'em up, and I feel like we just. With last week's episode, Ascension, you know, where Carter sees a guy, no one knows who he is, mm-hmm. nobody believes her, she's overworked, she's overstressed, you just need to take a nap. 
Um, I just, <laughs> it just feels really out of touch to have them all suddenly come back and, you know, feel like, um, you know, oh, hallucinations aren't shared. There's no, you know, could they be crazy or overworked? there's none of that, you know, like overworked, overstressed. Um, they did say hallucinations aren't usually shared. And I'm like, um, ergo anyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, n- now there are some really bright spots in this. Uh, Dion Johnston is amazing. Um, I think that, uh, the scenes they have with him and Jack are great. There's, and of course, John Delancey is a superstar. So there are some nice moments. I just overall as a plot, I remember 27 years ago, I was like, Oh, this is really boring. Cause I'm not really into shoot him up, kill over a hundred people. Um, <laughs> everything's blowing up all the time, yeah. but, uh, you know, watching it back, it wasn't as bad as I remembered, but I did kind of doze off there at the end of the episode. So. Yeah, it can be. Anyways, what were your thoughts on this episode, Victor? <laughs> yeah, I I agree with both Father Corey and Lisa on this one. It's it's a nice episode to watch. Uh, Dion Johnstone as uh, really you know sells it as Lieutenant Tyler. Um, the parts with him and Jack, I really enjoy. I do enjoy like the, the big the big shoot 'em ups and stuff. Yeah, even though it's never really clear who's Jaffa or what Gould is sending yeah. wave after wave of Jaffa <laughs> against these two people. <laughs> Um, because there really aren't too many, uh, you know, gold left, but, um, and, and, you know, I, I do like John Delancey, uh, it's always a treat to watch him, but it seems like we, we always get at least one of these per season, you know, somebody comes into the SGC and like grills the, the, the members about their actions and tries to hold them under a spotlight. It's the second episode in a role where somebody like <laughs> mentions the ep- entity, you know, to Sam and says, well, you were controlled by a computer, weren't you? And it's like two episodes in a row. <laughs> the, <laughs> the main conceit, too, I do, I do like the main conceit, but it was done much more effectively a year earlier on Buffy the Vampire Slayer with the character Dawn, who is um, at the end of the first episode of season five, I think it is, you know, Buffy doesn't have a sister. She's an only child. And so she defeats Dracula because it's Buffy versus the Dracula. And she goes home and she's like, Hey, Buffy, and there's there's some new character there the audience hasn't seen. And she's like, hey, Don. And you're like, wait, how does everybody know who this character is? And, and the audience doesn't know. And it's a very similar thing, you know. Um, so it's it's not even like a unique kind of twist or anything. But I do like the episode overall. And mainly it's it's the Jack and Lieutenant Tyler scenes that that uh, I enjoy so much. Yeah, definitely. No. I like that because of the all the multiverse and shape shifting and consciousness transfer they've established earlier on in the show that when you start out, you're like, okay, are they like a team from an alternate reality that got sent over to this? Mm -hmm. And so I like that you have like a wide array of options when you're starting out and well, they they narrow that down. Well, they even called out the multiverse thing where they talked Mm -hmm. about, okay, when I can, you know, Daniel Jackson said, when I went through the mirror, I came to a you know an SGC that looks just like this, and this could be it. But we never went through a mirror. Well, it could be the Stargate, and you know they kind of called that out a little bit. And I, I do agree with the uh, lots of explosions. You know, Tilk, you know, handling the uh, cannon from the down death oh, lighter that was pretty impressive. <laughs> that was fun. Gets yeah, picked up on this episode, uh, this season of the Bad Batch. They do that very early on. Spoilers. As well. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, I listened the to the um, DVD commentary on this one. 
because I kind of drifted off during the actual episode. So I thought, well, let me go back and listen to what they had to say. And they said they'd recorded a whole lot more shoot 'em up, blow 'em up stuff than what they oh, actually wow. made it. They way <laughs> over recorded. Well, they were trying they to had a lot of fun. 30 30 Jafar that we saw on screen, I mean, compared to... Way more than 15 that they said that... Well, there's the 15 that came that got... Half of them got blown up and the rest Mm -hmm. got shot. And then there was the the ones that that captured Tyler. And then the ones that from Mm -hmm. the Stargate that were left. Yeah, there was easily 30. (laughs) They were trying to make Saving Lieutenant Tyler or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and it's... I just always find it funny. Um, And I know, obviously, why they do this for like gore reasons in a PG rated show. Um, but whenever like they're blowing people up with mines or shooting in with these cannons, the explosions are always either in front or behind and they just like fall over mm-hmm. or they get mm-hmm. launched like into the air, yeah. like on the AT, yeah. Yeah. like they get catapulted yeah. to here, <laughs> which is, I guess better than having like limbs fly towards the camera and stuff. Yes. But, but yeah. yeah, not all of the Jaffa when they get shot, have the little squibs on them. They, they'll think like the little flashes on them this time. Mm-hmm. Some, some do and some don't. It was very unnerving, you know, disconcerting. They must've ran out when they were shooting. Yeah. <laughs> I also noticed, and this is absolutely no offense to any of the actors in the show. There were a lot of rather hefty Jaffa. <laughs> they're well, they're yeah. big. <laughs> yeah. I guess they were all the bouncers, but it was. Yeah. It just seems well. I'm sure they're in Canada. I'm sure, like you know, like I said, probably had about 30 people killed, but it was probably only the same ten Jaffa over and over again. In other words, the Mm -hmm. same ten actors. You know, they they actually said that in the commentary. So it looks like a lot of people, but it's the same people over and over. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you've seen one Jaffa, you've seen them all. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think they also said it was cold and raining, so maybe they were bundled up under there. That's true. yeah. Yeah. I did. Um. So I, I like how they actually like the process they go through when the team comes through the Stargate and they immediately lock them down and lock them up. And obviously, since we're on the side of the characters, you're like, why are they not trusting them? But in reality, it's yeah. like that's they're doing exactly what they should be doing. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of find it odd how angry Sam and uh, Daniel are about this. Like, yeah. You think they would understand why this protocol has to be followed. We, we've joked about it where how many things do they have to go through? They have to have the Ritu gun scanned as they come through. They have to have the sound waves. They have to have blood drawn to make sure, you know. Yeah. Well, and how many times has something happened and they don't lock them up? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they let them run around and we're like, why aren't they following their protocol? No, so. Colonel Hammond. I am perfectly fine. I'm absolutely not speaking in a monotone that I never speak in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have to play uh now they have to play trivial pursuit with them then they come through like how many members of SG one are there? You know, that's <laughs> yeah. if they yeah. get the answer wrong to get Yeah, it was amazing that, that Ham didn't go like, Well, here we go again, you know. Yeah. Right. Came through wah, like, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh I like how so it's the alien's actual name, uh Kyel. Yeah, Kayeye. But or as a uh, Kayeye, or yeah. as Jack says, Tyler. Yeah, That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. The or captain see, said yeah. Kayel, but I think they gave uh, jo- Dion Johnson a little leeway in how he wanted to pronounce it, and so he mm-hmm. chose to pronounce it. You know, like That's easy for you to say. Type yeah. Thing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, we get his, he gets his name from like the ration packet that's on the ground. This is manufactured mm-hmm. in Tyler, Texas. Yeah. 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 But I was wondering, so that means he can read English? Well, they're very oh, good at like on. adapting and, and learning from people's like minds and stuff. I think they have like some low level telepathy. Yeah, they're okay, also, that makes sense. They're also very naked. And this one, even watching it on Amazon, got the nudity warning. <laughs> Oh, even though it's like, oh, really? even though he's like a, a completely non-human <laughs> alien. Yeah, it's a Ken doll running around basically. But and I don't know if that's just because they inherited, but it was on Amazon, not Netflix. So I don't think they would have inherited the nudity rating for the entire series. Mm. But and this <laughs> is the first one when I watched it previously. I forget which service it was on. I noticed the nudity rating, and this was like probably like three years ago or something. So, um. Yeah, so if if you are offended by alien CGI nudity, alien nudity. that's completely <laughs> like what you would get like in a early nineties, like or late nineties video game or something. But yeah, that's yeah. funny. I, I do like how so you see him very briefly when he reveals his true form to Jack, and then for some mm-hmm. reason he randomly changes back to that later on when he's running from the Jaffa. I think I guess so yeah, I, like, I've always thought that is because none of the humans that were affected by him were close mm-hmm. by. So oh. J- Jaffa actually saw him as he was the whole time, but the humans were the ones mm-hmm. that saw it. SG-1 were the only ones that saw him in his Lieutenant Tyler disguise. Mm-hmm. Okay, Otherwise, he looks like sense. Kit Fisto, basically, from the yeah. Star Wars prequel. He's like Kit Fisto, <laughs> like a naked Kit Fisto yeah. running around. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bad. I don't think that's an image favorite in my Jedi. mind, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think this, I mean, that y'all would have to comment, but how is the CGI for 2001? You don't, I think they said this was the first like CGI they'd done to that extent. Him running in the daytime, full length, it was, for such a long shot. It was weak, but again, knowing yeah. the time and for a TV show, it actually wasn't too bad, you know? I mean, you compare yeah. it today, and yeah, there's there, there's pixel art video games, you know, eight eight bit pixel games yeah. that look better, but that's this this would have been contemporaneous with like species. What's that species four eight eight four seven two eight four eight four seven two on Voyager, and those never looked convincing. No, on no. the show either. And so, <laughs> well, compared to that, I mean, it's very good. I don't yeah, I don't know if did they mention anything about doing like the motion capture or anything like that or. I don't I think it, I don't think they were this, no because that the run animation that kind of was technology. Like, yeah. yeah, it was pretty <laughs> yeah. pretty rough, but yeah. but I mean again for the, for the time for TV this was really good. So although they've done a lot of CGI with the replicators, and I guess that's easier because they're mechanical, and mm-hmm. mechanical things are always easier to animate. But those have looked pretty good. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they're indoors too. That's another good consideration. You don't have to match the lighting as it's not as you have more control over that mm-hmm. and stuff. But, yep. but no, it's a, uh, and then, so we get Simmons in this episode and mm-hmm. he has that really cool, like micro cassette recorder. Yeah. That I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think is just, is just really awesome. Uh, and then, but so he interrogates each member and, you know, of the team. But he's supposed to be like this big bad threat. But as soon as like anybody says anything the least like confrontational to him, he's like, "This interview's over." Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like Daniel's like, calling him out. Yeah, and Daniel's <laughs> like, "Oh, oh, who do you who do you work for?" He's like, "This interview's over." You know, it's like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I know the scene needed to be over then, and it needed to be over with like SG one, like with a win. You know, like a, yeah. like a 
of like sticking it to the man beat, but he still made him look like. <laughs> well, but Teal'c's was pretty good. Yeah. Because if oh, I was yeah. still working for Apophis, I would kill you where you sit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you That's know, a good this interview over. over at yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's needed some more introduction because he just shows up in the previous episode just <laughs> yeah, sitting yeah. there with you know, I don't even <laughs> think we hear his name in that one. No, and then he didn't. He's just back here and they just call him Simmons, but he hasn't really been established. So like yeah. it's fun to see John Delancey, but I don't really and I know they develop him later on, but as he stands uh, right now, it's like, what's this guy doing here? And yeah, it what's been, his point? It would have been cool if he was like the alien masquerading as a human that everybody, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we get six episodes in with him and, and, and I don't know, but <laughs> y- yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It is a weird character introduction. And then we have another one of these cause we've, we've seen it, you know, with Kinsey doing it. And mm-hmm. I think Mayborn does it at some point, you know, where they just, interrogate the characters and say well weren't you under an alien influence like six times already type thing yeah yeah except oh. for this one was interesting because they bring up sarah osiris you know with the oh yeah they hold up her picture yep. and i guess that's because she's going to reappear this season but i thought it was interesting that he holds up this picture of her you know oh, yeah. it's just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like daniel doesn't know who she is yeah know? and, and- and, and of course, Daniel, Daniel, or he's like, and of course, you've been involved with aliens after all. Didn't you lose your ex-girlfriend? Never mind Sheree, you know, yeah. his wife. You know, let's let's not talk about her. Yeah, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. That was so, she's dead. Yeah. But, but, but he's not you know, coming back. He, he, did, he did mention, you know, it's like, I've had this happen before. I've lost this before. I mean, the, the first time. Could I mention Hathor or any of the other, you know, yep. aliens he's. Yeah. Been involved with. <laughs> and then we get like the weird phone swinging <laughs> contest, you know, where yeah. having this like, you know, it's <laughs> like my Washington connections go a lot higher. And then he's like, you know, and he shows him like trying to call everybody. He's like, well, when will he be out of a meeting? You know, it's like, yeah, well, yeah. Did he say yeah. when he's coming out of the bathroom? You know, it's like, it's just, it's, it's just like poor Hammond. It's like. He didn't have much to do in this one, no. Yeah. Although, although they obviously didn't he was, hint that uh, Kinsey is behind Simmons. So, yeah. You know, that yeah. he knows exactly who's responsible of this. What a shock. He didn't have much to do, but they sure showed him a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, he yeah. was active a lot. He did get one really, the really good scene I liked is when Frazier is pointing to the different MRIs to show how the alien powder, like, affects the brain. Mm-hmm. And she's explaining it. And before, you know, you, you get to the punchline, which is like, well, this is actually my brain because I was exposed to, yep. um, mm-hmm. you know, she's like pointing to it and like, you know, Hammond's like leaning over and like, you know, interested in how it's working, asking questions. And then if you look at John Delancey, it's like he's just, he's over there, like eyes glazed kind of over, like, yeah. kind of eyes glazed over, but kind of like into it, but kind of not. And then <laughs> and it's just a really nice scene because like even even when he doesn't have anything, it doesn't have any lines or anything, he's still you know, contributing in some way to the scene. Yep. Yeah. And I did like how they did that with her, um, inadvertently revealing that she had tested it on herself by showing them their MRI. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it wasn't like so that. much a That's test, that, but that she'd gotten, got infected by it and then right. she yeah. used her MRI to show what happens. When you think about it, it was kind of a nice thing that, uh, Dr. Frazier realized that she had gotten infected and knew who Tyler was. And she didn't, the first person she went to was Sam, Yep. you know, and talked about it. And I thought it was nice because I think they've slowly been developing 
showing their friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's funny because you think about it, they just showed that their friendship to each other was almost more important than their loyalty to the SGC. Because mm-hmm. Sam's yeah. like, hey, can't you help us out and <laughs> <Yeah>. not tell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you could get in major trouble, but we're besties. <laughs> yeah. It'll be totally a, worth it. Totally <laughs> worth it. Offense, I, would, I would assume. Well, Did you what? No, I mean, it's like, and it, it was, I don't know how it like seeped into her through like the plastic bag, but like yeah. if you... I've, I was reading an article about how, like, we've discovered all these artificial sweeteners that have, like, aspartame and stuff that have come into, and it's, and it's basically people in labs, like, working on one thing, and then they get, like, this chemical they've just invented on their fingers, and then they lick at, they lick it off, <laughs> yeah. and they notice it's sweet, and they're like, hmm, I've just invented an artificial sweetener. Right. So yeah. it's like, well, that's, yeah, I don't know what sort of lab practices they have there, but it's like, <laughs> this is how, like, great things are discovered. It's like, uh, you, how the microwave was developed, the microwave oven was developed, is they were working on microwave dishes for communications. And I guess the technician or whatever had like a Hershey bar in his pocket and yeah. realized his Hershey bar was melting as he's standing in front of the microwave radiation. <laughs> and I like that Perfectly his thought, safe to he's cooking that. himself, you know? Yeah. yeah. His thought isn't, this is probably bad. It's, oh, we can use this to oh. cook food. Yeah, S'mores. exactly. Yeah. Like that's why they have those grates in your microwave because those little holes are too small for the wave to get through. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, it's uh, I also feel like they should have had like some more backstory to why they're on that planet and which Jafar are attacking them. I think you mentioned that um <laughs> in the beginning, Father Corey. But there's real, was- there's no real framing for this episode it's just like the jafar here because the plot requires it well they they do explain why the jafar there is because they had lieutenant tyler the alien captured on a cargo ship and the cargo Mm -hmm. ship crashed on this alien on this i think i think he said that he had he had sabotaged it so it crashed yeah right and so um we know why the jafar are there we don't know again yeah we don't know which jafar they are um but then uh but yeah, we don't know why SG, it was just, just a right. normal re- reconnaissance mission on a planet, yeah. you know, kind of deal. Or was this something well, else? It only been a day or less because they said the briefing, they said Tyler was in the briefing with us yesterday. Yeah. So they hadn't mm. been there very long either. I think they saw the crash transport on the UAV and went to investigate or something because, <laughs> and they do set that up kind of like they say, oh, you know, we saw those guys back at the crash transport and you're like, oh, what was the transport about? And then, you know, he. Um, Lieutenant Tyler explains that, but well, I don't he, know, that's... they do kind of show where he's kind of doing like the, the mind, you know, Jedi mind trick. You do remember seeing this at the crash transport, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And I guess for the dramatic tension that you need at the beginning of this episode, starting in medias rest makes sense, yep. but it does just kind of leave you with some questions. But again, I feel like this was a much more common thing in older shows where you just open up and everything was already going on. And then you kind of infer, whereas yeah. nowadays it's too much yeah. set up. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. They, they'll do the this. They'll have them, you know, in the middle of this combat and then 24 hours earlier. Oh, you know? I hate that. Yeah. 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 I was just yeah. about to say this, this does, doesn't do two things I, I dislike, which is like front load all the action. So you have like 
like, you know, three minutes of action, then the credits, and then people sitting around and talking for the next, you know, 40 minutes. Um, we've seen some of those episodes, but yeah, where they, where they have all this action and, and then say, you know, 24 hours earlier or two weeks earlier. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. so you didn't have enough, you know, confidence in your own mm-hmm. story that people would watch the beginning at the beginning. You had to show us like, yeah, <laughs> you know, the third act at the beginning because you didn't have enough confidence that, well, it's, that you had a good enough of a first act and opener. And mm-hmm. it was such an interesting way to do things when it first started, and it was relatively rare. But yeah. now it seems like at least once a season, if not more often, every science fiction show, every medical show, every you know police drama, whatever, has to have one of those episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The biggest episode ever, and it turns it. And of course, by the time you get there, you're like, oh, that was it. Yeah. Probably <laughs> really works if all your characters are all like. Yeah, if your character's like dressed in like clown makeup, standing in a bathtub, you know, in a you know in a hospital while with no walls or something, and then you're like, oh, how'd we get here? Let's and then yeah. and then they play record scratch and go to the beginning. That would that it's acceptable in that, that case. That would but, that would work for you. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if it's just the characters doing what they usually do, anyways, and then it's like 24 hours earlier, like, well, I really, you know, yeah, I'm sure something happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One interesting thing they said on the commentary was that the script came about because they needed a script where it was set on existing sets with no build. Mm. Yep. So it was at the SGC and then this, um, I forgot what they called it, Red Rocks. They said it was an area that was painted, the rocks were painted red for X-Files. Mm. Oh. Mm. And so like a pit with... Uh, I thought they called it Red Rocks, like Ravine or something. Oh, cool. And so, but so that's what they did. So they required no build out except for the little stuff that Jack and Tyler hide behind. Yeah, the little ruins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was it. The, the clearly styrofoam rock ruins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, got that spray paint. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So they said this was a, I want to say a quick, you know, they just had a couple of weeks lead in, and yeah, there you that's, go. That's kind of definition of a bottle show with something like that, where it's it's use everything that exists, and you don't have to put too much effort into it. Yeah, right. And uh, I guess the main cost would go into the CG for yep. the but alien blowing but... everything up. Oh yeah, everything. Mm. Oh, that's cheap. Oh, <laughs> explosions oh, are cheap. cheap. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I bet. I bet that because you mentioned that they said that they had a ton of explosion footage. I bet that when they do those kind of scenes, they probably record a lot of B-roll too, that they can insert mm-hmm. into other episodes. That would make sense. And, and they pointed out that you see certain things that are B-roll from other things. Hmm. And that's like the drone going through the Stargate is yep. not, well, the, well, um, you know, that's an old one. There's, there's yeah. several yeah. other things that are old. The footage of the death glider attacking was mm-hmm. from Children of the Gods. It's from the yeah. first episode. I mean, that's yeah. how far back they dug on this. Some of yeah. it, anyways, was. With, like, yeah. the thing that opens up, like, that yep. one. Yeah. Shot. Well, that part that opened up and you saw some of it flying over, that was the same exact footage. It's just when you saw the background that it was new footage. Mm. Yeah. My favorite example of reusing, like, explosion shots or effect shots is when, in Star Trek Generations, they use the exact same explosion shot of the Bird of Prey from the previous movie. Which like itself, the, if I remember right, came from another one, another movie, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 
back to back and they're theatrical movies. It's not a TV yeah. show reusing the same shots. Well, there was, like, was it their footage of the outside of the Enterprise that actually came from TNG itself or something like that? I think so, yeah. I think there was like one or two scenes of the outside of the Enterprise that they literally just took from like the separation scene or some, some of the separation yeah, okay. scene I think came from yeah. TNG and stuff like that where they didn't even redo the special effects for that. <laughs> they were penny pinching on that movie. Yeah. 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 Well, it was. <laughs> oh yeah. So they did the briefing scene where you see it on camera where there's no Tyler. They said that one came from entity. Hmm. They just shot oh, it from okay. a different angle. No, no it was footage they had. They, they just, just reused footage it. from a previous. Oh. But some that's what I mean, though, is <laughs> yeah. it was it was yeah. shot from a different angle. I mean, though, you know, then we would oh, see. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They changed it in some way. But they said, yeah, they had tons of reused scenes, even though they're blowing everything up. So, <laughs> so this really was just a let's squeeze an episode in. Well, I mean, if <laughs> I always say, it, yeah, I mean, I think they made the right choice. If, if the budget can go towards explosions and not the boring bits, then. Yeah, the yeah. Not, explosions, not yeah. a clip clip show. Is yeah. that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't need more of those. Maybe, maybe the budget went to John Delancey. I don't know. Good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I was even thinking of it. They had to fly him up to Vancouver, maybe. But um, no, and just just one thing about. I mean, Simmons does have some some good points in this when he's interviewing Daniel. I mean, <laughs> he's like, you, like you have been very close to aliens. You know, Sam, you've been, been under the alien influence here. Yep. It's like you know, come on, this is this is not like junior varsity this is like a you know top level government program so we have to kind of you know have do some due diligence here and <laughs> like everybody's getting all huffy at him like yeah i mean <laughs> it's not it's not How easy to get clearance <laughs> yeah and having those kind of entanglements would definitely disqualify you <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i have a question so he is uh clearance to read the mission reports or to mm -hmm. know about all of their stuffs but he he had clearance to read their employee files or that was, was he breaking into the computer no. or was he just it was, not this putting is his name on the user? This is one of these techno things that drive me nuts. Like <laughs> he doesn't have a username, just a user ID. It's like, no, he was, cause he's off base. It's like, no, he'd still have a username that he used to log in. Yeah. It might be something different that you don't recognize. It might be, you know, off, <laughs> you know, Pentagon user five, one, two, four, whatever. Four, four, five, four, five, seven, 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 four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They but just it would made still a big have to do name. about that. And I'm like, so was he, I mean, you were clearly hacking Carter. So are you he saying was, he was too? No, no, he had, no, he was, he had access. Okay. He logged yeah, he in legitimately. Okay. She yeah. just didn't know who he was. She just yeah. ran yeah. a query on the user okay. database and didn't, and saw someone in there. She didn't recognize, but <laughs> it, it, again, yeah. it's, that's not how, that's how that's not how this kind of stuff works. Like she sits down at the computer and is like, I can get in. It's like, no, you can't. It's not how that yeah. works. <laughs> if I just pound on the keyboard furiously and look like I know what I'm doing, I'll get in. Yeah. You'll lock mm -hmm. yourself out, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it is funny that they they make a big deal out of that, like, oh, who's this outside person? And then it amounts mm -hmm. to nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, if he knew all this stuff about you, then why was he not supposed to be reading your employee files? <laughs> it's just a reason to build dramatic tension. Yeah. Got to get the drama around that. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. And I end up agreeing with Simmons more in those interviews, to be honest, or even like yeah. 
him, <laughs> like him getting mad at coming at General Hammond. It's like, I mean, obviously we, we like Hammond. We like the team because they're the protagonist. <laughs> okay, I was just going to say that at one point, Walter's name badge says Norman Davis. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I saw that. Mm, that Walter. Being Davis the, flight, again. the flight badge on, mm. the, on his chest there. Yep. And it was a uh, wrong name again. Yep. yep. <laughs> Don't think he and Major Davis share a wardrobe, but. Yeah. I actually, I did read that that uh, him being named Walter was completely a R- Richard Dean Anderson ad lib. Okay. Because his name was Davis. Yep. And he forgot it and gave him Walter. And that's yeah. now he's Walter. Now he's Walter. And soon nice. he'll be Harriman for sure. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and at the ending scene when they're walking back to the gate, you know, and there's all these dead bodies everywhere. The original scene showed them stepping over dead bodies. Huh. Yeah. And they decided, mm, not, <laughs> not the best look. <laughs> so they, they cropped it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you don't get a lot of like, we won today, but at what cost? <laughs> At yeah. what cost? You don't get a lot of that in yeah. Stargate. Nope. You're like, we nope. wiped no. out like easily 20,000 Jaffa when we blew up all those motherships with our exploding sun. They're just bullet sponges. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did notice for the alternate uh, language titles, nothing too fun here. It's uh, just some countries have it as the fifth member rather than the fifth man. Mm. So, yeah. Take That's your boring. Pick. That's not fun. We're our German friends. Come on. Yeah, Turkish. Even something like, a, like the non-remembered friend, or I don't know, yeah. the man who wasn't there, or something, who the did? stranger, the stranger, or something. <laughs> yeah, good one. Awesome. Uh, before we go, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Stargate, including Suzanne B, Vincent H, Chris M, Michael B, and William J. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue The Secret to Stargate and all the shows at StarQuest. And you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. To find previous episodes of Secret to Stargate and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash stargate. You can email us at stargate at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash starquestmedia, or on Twitter at SQPN. And we'll be back next time when we'll be discussing the next episode of SG-1, Red Sky. Until then, Father Corey, thank you for joining me and sharing the secret to Stargate. Thank you, Jack. And Lisa Jones, thank you as well. Thanks, Jack. And Victor Lambs, thank you too. Thanks, Jack. That may be the way they are, but we're the way we are, so there you are. Wherever you go, there you are. Once again, once again, I'm Jack Berzini. Thank you for listening to the Secrets of Stargate on Starquest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? Here's another show on the Starquest Network you're sure to enjoy: The Catholics of Oz. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found, or at sqpn.com/oz.